What's going on, Donald? Another day, man. Another day. Hey, man. We are Conspiracy Fridays, and we are live, and uh, we're about to go down some rabbit hole. Yes, indeed, man. I've been kind of looking forward to this one, man. This is this is a good one. You know, this is the one thing that uh, everybody uh, everybody wants. Everybody really does want to know what the government knows, man. And let me tell you what, bro, there is a lot of different conspiracies that surround the whole JFK uh, situation. You know what I mean? We got the Jimmy Hoffa, got the mafia to do it. Fidel Castro retaliated. Anti-Castro Cubans were angry at Feld Co-op. The right-wing extremist Oswald was a Soviet agent. The, the military-industrial complex, LBJ orchestrated the assassination the cia gave oswald lsd uh the federal reserve did it and part of the government ufo cover-up so <laughs> the dance that's just that's just some of them bro i mean there is tons of uh conspiracies out there um all over the place so what's going on jason the damn UFOs did it, man. <laughs> Fucking E.T. <laughs> you know, JFK was really popular, you know, around that time. I mean, and my gosh, dude, a lot of people really loved themselves, John F. Kennedy, and uh, he was really popular. Marilyn Monroe did. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, good night. Sheesh. Cool. <laughs> that, that right there just gives you, you know, cred right off rip. I mean, he he was he was definitely one of the reasons why they don't use black lights in the Oval Office. That's for damn sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, he was kind of a pretty boy. You know what I mean? Kind of, you know. Yes, he was. Kind of, what he was one of the youngest uh, presidents at that time to ever, if not the the youngest president to be elected or something as well. So. Yeah. Um, you know, he was kind of young and appealing to a lot of people. Um, but Donald, let's talk about what you know about the whole John F. Kennedy and, um, kind of tell us a little bit about what you got. And then, uh, we'll kind of go and show the timeline. So, uh, we could kind of refresh a lot of people's memory and how exactly this all went down, but let's kind of talk about what we know about it first. So Donald, there we go. What do you know, uh, brother? So, Let's let's start. Let me start off before I go to prove my point. Let me let me start off with what I believe. I I feel in my heart that you know I wasn't there, but in my heart, what I think to be true, I believe the mafia story. Okay, that is the conspiracy that I believe holds the most weight. Okay, so Jimmy Hoffa got the mafia to do it. Correct. All right. And, uh, and I'm going to tell you why, because okay. there, there is a lot of trackable ties that you can go back to that, that played into this. Okay. Um, what Oswald has ties all the way back into the mafia, not him personally, but his family members are all tied into the mafia. Okay. So. I believe the mafia did not, they were not happy with the Kennedy family. All right. They, they, they were pissed because they basically got duped. 
um, they were they were for the Kennedy family, and then all of a sudden the Kennedy family was was like anti fucking drugs and and everything else, and they really cracked down on the the organized crime, and they they were they were making it hell on the mafia to make a living. So they wanted they wanted um, the Kennedys removed. But they didn't really have a way to do it. Okay. The CIA also wanted John Kennedy removed for different reasons. All right. With that being said, the CIA couldn't do it. Therefore, a deal becomes made. Hey, look. We will make sure that the investigations stop. You get rid of Kennedy. It's a win-win for you because the Kennedy's gone. And we're giving you your word that we are no longer, we're going to let you conduct your business. All right. The problem with that was things didn't necessarily go the way they had, had planned it to go. All right. So even all the way down to the guy that killed Oswald had family members that was tied to the mob. He himself was not tied to the mob, but his family members were tied to the mob. All right. And so pressure was, was believed to be put onto those guys to force them to do things. You know, Oswald was forced to, to take out um, Kennedy. And uh, I don't remember the guy's, the gentleman's name that killed Oswald, but uh, um, he was forced to do it from pressure from the mob. So the mob didn't necessarily get their hands dirty doing it. And they tried to keep that separation between them. But those ties can still be made. All right. Then this bullshit ass Oswald acted alone story that the government comes out and, and the, the first line of, of bullshit that they say instantly tells you that they're, they're already trying to backpedal and cover this up. Because that, that magic bullet theory where the first bullet went in um, Kennedy's shoulder, out his neck, into the shoulder of... Uh, um, the guy in front of him, out his arm and into his knee, right, is not feasible. Is it, it? Was that bullet strong enough to go through Kennedy and directly into that guy? Yes. Is it strong enough to go in, bounce around Kennedy, come out Kennedy, bounce in that guy, bounce around that guy and come out that guy? No. You know, that, not from that distance. The velocity is just not going to be there. Not to mention all the bones that that round's going to hit. It, it's the jacket itself is just going to be destroyed. The 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 round is just going to become mushroom. It's just going to tear shit. It's not going to travel like a bullet would have to to go through that. So there's no way that that Oswald acted alone. So I don't buy the first story. To begin with, there had to be a second shooter. All right. 
So anytime that, that you start seeing that the government's throwing this make fantasy shit out there, you already know that they don't buy that shit. And they're, they're trying to throw, they want to throw that smoke screen out there because they want all these conspiracy theories to come out. So it makes it harder to figure out what's real and what's not when you got a hundred different variations of what could be the, the truth out there. So that's, that's my theory. But I do believe wholeheartedly that the, the mob scenario, and maybe not to exactly to that T how I, I described it, but the mob scenario, absolutely. So is- the story that I kind of got with the mob part of it is, <clears throat> so good old John F. Kennedy, playboy, he had a mistress. He did. And several mistresses you know what i mean so (laughs) um this was one of the mistresses um and it is it is said that she had arranged a meeting with him and uh the mobster uh g uh what is his name um cia stop mobsters and plots I forgot the, uh, the mobster's name, but anyhow, she has a meeting with them. And it also, this also plays a little bit with the whole Fidel Castro thing too, actually, in stuff. So I do believe that, for one, the government knows more, is involved in it, definitely, Um and money is definitely involved in it as well. And I and it is hard, dude. The the two shooter thing is definitely not far saw out out. And and, and it, you know, like you said, with the way the shots were, the way they ricocheted, it's like I mean, the guy with the constant shots too. I mean, the time, all that stuff. Um, but let's kind of run through the the. A little bit of the time frame of it, um, kind of to kind of refresh everybody to kind of remember uh, exactly how it was. So this all went down November twenty second, nineteen sixty three, and let me tell you why. Everything went extremely fast um, when this all had went down. So on seven twenty three, Oswald goes to work. He uh, was an employee at a Texas book uh, depository building in Dallas. 11.30 a.m., the rival in Air, uh, Dallas, the Air Force One lands at Love Field in Dallas. Um, then 11.45, that's when the motorcade takes off. Um, they got Texas Governor John Connolly, his wife, Nellie, in an open-air limousine. Noon, downtown Dallas, the motorcade heads for downtown Dallas, passing through crowds estimated at over 150,000 people. Now, there was a hell of a lot of people at this place, you know, mind you. At 12.30 p.m. assassination, a bullet strikes the president in the back while he waves, followed by a second shot to the back of his head. Another shot severely wounds the governor. At 12.31, reaction and Oswald departs, hearing what he initially thought to be a firecracker, Secret Service agent Clint Hill sees the president recoil from the first shot. He runs from the follow-up car. 
But when he reaches the limousine, the second shot hits the president and the agent leaps aboard and it's too late. At 1 p.m., Oswald, Oswald's flight walks back to his... Uh, oh, this is his flight. So Oswald walks back to his room, changes his jacket, and then uh, heads back into the street. At 1.15 p.m., Officer Tippett is killed. He pulls up to Oswald in his car after having heard a suspect matching his description. After briefly speaking through an open window, Tippett stepped out of his car and was shot three times in the chest and once in the temple. 1.30 p.m., Texas Theater hearing sirens. Oswald ducks into the Texas Theater without paying and takes a seat for a movie, War is Hell. Police receive a tip and, uh, from the area about suspicious man matching their description for Tippett's murder. At 1.33, Kennedy is pronounced dead. And then at 1.45, Oswald was arrested. 15 police officers were surrounded the movie theater, and four officers are needed to subdue Oswald inside. At 1.51 p.m., police report him in custody. And then 11.28, this is all on the same day, Oswald is charged. Oswald is formally charged with Kennedy's assassination. Then um, the next day, November 23rd, at 3.56 a.m., the president's casket is placed in the East Room of the White House, where it stays under honor guard for 24 hours. Over 250,000 people, including dignitaries, over 90 countries attended a funeral a few days later. So that was all basically the timeline of how he got shot, how Oswald ends up getting caught. Um, and a little bit about Oswald. He's a Marine. You know, he, he was a Marine uh, sniper. Um, so he definitely knew uh, what he was doing. Yep. Um, so, so let's go back to the mafia scenario, right? I pulled something up. So the... The theory behind that was, and I was a little bit off. the The theory behind that is the mafia was was pissed off, not just at John F. Kennedy. They were were more pissed off at his his brother, um, Robert Kennedy. Right, Robert Kennedy was an attorney, which I think just about all the Kennedys were attorneys, and uh, um, they were pissed because of how they were destroying organized crime that's who they were going after all right and uh there was deals made behind the 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 the, the scenes and uh the other part of this that i missed is um ruby who killed um lee harvey oswald was believed to be in debt to the mafia and to get out of debt, he had to go kill Harvey, right? And and the reason they wanted that done was because they that was the only tie between him and uh, um, the the mafia. So, you know, him out of the way, then there's no direct ties anymore to the mafia of ha having the president killed. Um. So this is another reason why I believe 
this theory more than any other theory because you can tie people that had nothing to do with the government but had direct um direct um situational awareness with this particular event you know they were directly involved and uh you can tie them back to the mafia. So at the end of the day, you have to follow what little facts that you can, you can really tie together. Does, does that, does that make sense? The, the rest of this stuff, you know, you can, you can, I mean, we're really, we're really going to believe that the president was killed over hiding UFO bullshit. I mean, I, I have a hard time believing that. They, yeah, we'll kind of go, th- yeah, we'll go through some of these and uh, kind of see what the reasoning was for it. So we talked about a lot about the Jimmy Hoffa situation. Now, the Fidel Castro retaliation thing, um, that was all because congressional inquiry discovered in 1975 the CIA hatched numerous plots to assassinate Cuban dictator Fidel Castro during Kennedy's presidency, including an attempt to poison his food. Did Castro decide to return the favor on him? Lyndon B. Johnson harbored such such suspicions in 1967, phone call to acting Attorney General Ramsey Clark that was secretly recorded, LBGJ, even described a rumor he'd heard about how Castro had captured plotters against him and tortured them into revealing that they were working for the CIA. So that's kind of a little bit more kind of on the back end of why they're kind of saying that the whole Fidel Castro thing is a possibility. Then you have the anti-Castro Cubans were angry and felled coup during the CIA orchestrated invasion of Cuba, anti-Castro exiles in April 1961, the president made a last-minute decision to keep U.S. bomber aircraft on ground. Apparently, JFK was concerned that U.S. fingerprints on the operation might be too obvious. With a lack of air power, the coup failed, and many in the exile community blamed Kennedy, even though he continued a clandestine CIA effort to eliminate Castro. It wasn't enough to satisfy the scores of armed militants who were eager to try another evasion, they grew even angrier uh, after federal authorities shut down many of their training camps and confiscated weaponry in spring of 1963. Then there's the whole right-wing extremists. If you think that American society and politically polarized to a scary extreme today, here's a news flash. Things were bitterly partisan back in 1963. Two, Dallas in particular was seething hotbed of right-wing extremists who tended to view JFK as a communist sympathizer or worse. (laughs) (laughs) And so uh, there's that. And then there's the whole Oswald was a Soviet agent. After obtaining a discharge from the Marine Corps in 1959, Oswald promptly defected to the Soviet Union where he lived for 32 months before he grew disillusioned and returned to the U.S. with his Russian wife, Marina. But back, even back home, 
Oswald continued to dabble in pro-communist activism and in September 1963 took a bus to Mexico City where he visited Soviet and Cuban embassies in an effort to obtain travel visas. Now, that's a story I never really even heard. Me neither. To be honest with you. So that's kind of interesting, uh, to be honest. (laughs) The military-industrial complex. This is a scenario that resonated among conspiracy buffs since 1991 after director Oliver Stone made it the premise of his box office smash JFK. We like to think of the slain president as a noble, wise leader, one who have realized that burgeoning American involvement in Vietnam's civil war was potential disaster in the making and who would have decided to cut his losses early. Such a decision likely would have irked the dreaded military-industrial complex. The alliance of Pentagon officials and defense contractors that Kennedy predecessor Dwight Eisenhower had warned Americans about in his farewell speech in 1961. Eisenhower felt that these contractors were gaining enormous influences over the armed force spent on. Then we have the whole LBJ orchestrated the assassination. It's no secret that smooth, dashing Massachusetts blue blood JFK and his gruff southern good old boy vice president had a political marriage of convenience and weren't particularly fond of one another. Indeed, according to 1964 oral history interview with Jacqueline Kennedy, Kennedy was so worried about what Lyndon Johnson would do if he succeeded him that he had begun to have private conversations with political movers about preempting the Texans expected presidential candidacy in 1968. And then there's number three, the CIA gave Oswald LSD in 1983. Rolling Stone magazine published an article recounting how New Orleans Assistant District Attorney Edward Gillen had been visited and unexpectedly in 1963 by a young man who told him about a wondrous drug called LSD, which he believed would change the course of human civilization. The young man asked Gillen if the drug was legal and whether he could import it from overseas. Gillen was puzzled and concluded that the young man was crazy. A few months later, when Gillen saw Lee Harvey Oswald on TV, news reporters about JFK assassination, he realized that the this was the young man who had talked to him about LSD. Then we have the Federal Reserve did it. I believe this one. This one's kind of crazy. A lot of people and deeply suspicious of the Federal Reserve System, which tinkers with interest rates and the availability of money to lend stability to the U.S. economy. Or at least that's what the trial... Lateral Commission, the Knights Templar, and the Masonic Elders want us to think. Before they put a, on a hit on us, we should emphasize that we're just kidding. <laughs> uh, so it's not too surprising that conspiracy theorists would pos- uh, the Fed and roll in JFK's murder as well. Some have suggested JFK ran afoul of the central bankers by issuing Executive Order 1111. One zero in June 1963, which would have taken away the Fed's power to allow the U.S. Treasury to bypass and issue paper currencies backed by silver. 
It supposedly would have eliminated the demand for federal notes with vastly reduced the U.S. national debt. Anything about money? So here we go with the, the last one, which is part of the government's UFO cover-up. It was perhaps inevitable that continuing torrent of JFK assassination conspiracy theories would converge with another irresistible conspiracy meme, the belief that U.S. government has long been engaged in massive cover-up operations to prevent the public from learning about visits to Earth by extraterrestrial beings. Adding impetus to the theory are early November 1963 memorandums unearthed by author William Lester through the Freedom of Information Act, in which JFK asked for a review and on all intelligent files related to UFOs. The information was sought as part of the preparations for a joint U.S.-Soviet space effort that JFK hoped to initiate. And Lester believed that Kennedy was concerned about the Soviets mistaking UFOs that flew over the country U.S. by aircraft. So there you have it. Those are kind of the the big conspiracies out there. There's a lot more, but those are kind of gives you a little bit of the backing up and why they call them conspiracies or consider them even conspiracies. So just like in Clue, you have to pick three things, right? So I'm going to go with the Mafia. Hired by the CIA because of money. So Kennedy was going to try to pull everybody out of the war, which was going to take a, a lot of people out of money. So the CIA wanted to stop that. So they hired the mafia to kill him. I just solved it. I mean, man, uh, you know, it makes a lot of sense. And you, you, you got to know at the end of the day, the driving force was money. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. To be quite honest with you, out of all of them, the Federal Reserve one kind of gets me a little bit more uh, uh, spark in my interest because, you know, it's kind of like a big pharma thing. You know what I mean? You know, the Federal Reserve has a lot of control, and, and so does like big pharma. These people that got these kind of control, they they also have control in the money world too. Hey, if you, if you ever seen Chase Morgan, he looks like a guy that's had some people killed. I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna make you know any comments here. You know, uh, my name's not Brian Roof. That's just a screen name. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, man. I mean, you know, it's. Uh, I gotta say the 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 amount of money. In the greed that we have in this world, it, it it doesn't surprise me that someone would get pissed if he had anything to do with someone's pocket. Oh, money money was involved. It was about money. You know, even on the mafia side, you know, their their bottom line was being hurt. The the CIA's bottom line was being hurt. You know, they were look, I mean, look look at the other conspiracies. Right. Why would the CIA not want us pulled out of um, Vietnam? Well, because the conspiracy that we were doing what with opium from Vietnam? Oh, that's right. 
the CIA was smuggling opium out of Vietnam. That's right. There's that conspiracy, <laughs> right? So why would they want us pulled out of Vietnam if we were loading up Air Force planes filled full of opium and sending them back to the States to sell? You know, why? if, if, if the president was going to do that and it was going to hurt your bottom line there, Money is being involved there, too. <clears throat> but has it ever kind of made you ask, you know, what what would drive the president to, to want us to, to uh, make these changes? You know, do you think somebody was paying him? And that's just it. I think you, you know, in my, this is my opinion right here. Presidents, I think we give them a lot more credit, you know, than I think uh, they deserve. <laughs> I um, think in I terms think, of like the 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 thought that we think they have so much power, right? You I know agree. what I mean? That this one person just got the power, like in because they're president, they can just go make all this shit happen. Listen, folks, that stuff comes from the House, the Senate, all that stuff. That's and those people have been they're they're all career career politicians you know what i mean there's no term limit yeah they make a lot more of the decisions yeah president cavito sign stuff but at the end of the day they can just kapooey things before he even gets there so well let's let's uh let's actually uh let's put it in perspective the president can't even declare war right he can <laughs> he can send troops for up to 90 days. Is it 90 days or 180 days? Something like that. Yeah, right? maybe a little more. Yeah. But at the end of the day, he has a time limit. And if Congress has not officially declared it a war, he has to withdraw. He doesn't have the power to keep them past that time. Right. So regardless of what the, the circumstances are, if he puts boots on ground and we are doing fighting, we can't be there unless Congress stamps it is a war. That's why I'm saying, you know, um, and I think that's why a lot of people didn't like the previous uh, president. You know, I, I think that. He wasn't as as embedded in, in, in money involved with a lot of the things, you know, that some of these career politicians did, you know what I mean? And they kind of want someone that's coming from the swamp to take over. You know what I mean? They really want that to happen. They just <laughs> not what? someone from the outside that's not in the swamp. I think I think the other thing, too, is, you know, and and. You know me in politics, man. I don't, you know, yeah. we don't mix. But, right. uh, but I think back then, you look at you look at this. You just look at the people there, right? In this picture that you got there, people are so happy. They're oh staying. yeah, man. This is a different time. Oh this, yeah. This is a different America. Hundred percent. You know, and I honestly do believe that the politicians that were in office 
were different politicians at this time. I honestly do believe that some of the politicians that were in office at this time had somewhat of a conscience. They, they took care of themselves and they made their little deals, but they did go in with an intent to do something. There was something that they were going to do and make sure that they got done. And this might have been the thing that he said, when I go to office, I'm going to do this. I'm going to pull us out of Vietnam or I'm going to get rid of organized crime because my brother Bobby says it's no good, you know, whatever, right? He had something that he wanted done that didn't settle well in the swamp. And uh, it cost him his life. Regardless of which which method happened, what conspiracy got it done. But that is a different America and a different group than of today. So, you know, I laugh. I do laugh because it, the, it is, it is fucking hilarious to listen to people talk about politics today because I listen to them and, and they, 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 they talk about, Trump and, and the president, just like you said, like he is a dictator and he said, this is the law and snapped his fingers. Trump, Trump came into office because he just wants to make all these new tax laws to benefit himself. He don't even make laws. Do you know who makes laws? <laughs> it's not the lawmakers. The, yeah. <laughs> it's not the president. Not the president. I mean, they even have a the, the part of their thing says lawmakers. So, I mean, <laughs> that's where I think a lot of folks get mixed up, bro. You know what I mean? I and, and, you know, and so, and a lot of folks don't realize that these guys are paid off too, man. I mean, and, and, and a lot of the, a lot of them, they answer to somebody, you know what I mean? And, and everybody answers to somebody. And that's one thing that I think a lot of people go wrong. They think they give these people so much power, you know what I mean? And, um, at the end of the day, they're, they're, they're sitting here taking care of JFK when, yeah, he may have been for something, but it, the, the, the house and the Senate were voting on it and making all the regular decisions, you know, so they can go in there with their opinions and their, their thoughts and everything else and want to do, Oh, I got this plan. I'm going to do this, that, and the other. Well, if the swamp ain't on board you're not going to go, you know, you're going to, you're going to sink in the swamp, so to speak. You want, you want to see some, some, some people shit their pants. Let a law get passed that says, uh, in order to run for office, you must use your own money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> campaign funds. You have to, you can only use your own money. Yeah. See how far that goes. Right. <laughs> see, see how much how much airtime people get at that point you know I, I bet you you see a whole different lots of campaigning a lot less hate commercials we're not we're not spending a million dollars to talk about who's sleeping with who anymore that shit's out the window you know so going back a little bit to kind of the time frame the 1963 um country was a lot you know more civil uh, you know, there was probably a lot more partisan going on. Um, a little bit. Yeah. I think we were able to kind of have conversations without hating each other. Um, 
depending. You know, there's better things probably were, you know, back then. So it was devastating when this happened. You know, when oh, oh yeah, when People- he ends up getting uh, assassinated. And, and this is in front of look at all these people over here. We got people. I mean, over one hundred and fifty thousand people at this thing. I, I want to talk about this picture real quick. Yeah. So one of those conspiracies was her family wanted him dead, right? So, you know, everybody talks about how this was an image marriage and everything else. Do you know what she's doing in this picture? Going for his brains. Yeah, she's putting the top of his head back on. Mm-hmm. So I have a hard time believing that this was just an image marriage. I really do. Just because, you know, if I was trying to fake um, taking care of him, my first instinct would be to put my hands over the wound. You know what I mean? That would be to give the image that I'm trying to save his life and I don't want people to know that I really wanted him dead. I would just throw my hands over his wound. Try to stop right. the bleed. You know, her first instinct, this is shock. Yeah, pure this, shock. This is pure shock because yeah. going through his head to put his head back on is going to do nothing. Right, and, it, and, it, and it, it's just such a fast instinct, you know, and... Um, I think everybody initially thought the first shot was just more like fireworks, you know, yep. and, and, and stuff like that. So, or a even car. probably when he took that first round, dude, there wasn't a lot of reaction, you know what I mean? And then the second round, I think is what every, when everybody's just like, oh shit, you know, and then you see the reaction. She's sitting there going and reaching for his, you know, brain. There is a lot of video out there of this too. I mean, this is beyond just cameras and stuff like that. There, there is plenty of twenty millimeter footage yep. and stuff like that from back in the day that clearly shows uh, what went down on that. And, um, and but this is another weird thing too, right? If there was a second shooter, with all the the video footage that was out there and about, and and where they say that the second shot had to have come from, it had to have come from ground level. How come there was no video footage ever seen of a guy in the bushes, you know, nothing. I mean, was this just, was this guy literally just the luckiest guy ever, you know, to not get seen by, by anybody? I mean that I do find that part kind of odd. Not not impossible, but strikingly odd. Well, you know the other big thing about this is, you know, when it comes to the whole sniper thing, they had guys up in in towers, I mean in buildings, they had scouts. You know, they had scout snipers all all over the place. So for there to make two separate shots and, 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 you know, and the other part is, is were they so focused on the one spot? Because they kind of had an idea of where right off rip, I, I, I believe they went up and 
I think Lee Oswald kind of got lucky getting out and 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 kind of almost didn't make it out because there was a suspicion on him. They did have suspicion about a room or something around that area as well because they started already kind of looking up there. So that's the other kind of weird thing about it too is there was already kind of alert prior to this of some suspicious activity yeah. um, going on. Yeah, because wasn't there like uh... – wasn't it set up like there was like painting or something going on construction or something going on up in that area or something? There was like another hotel or, or high rise building that there was some kind of activity and that cut everybody like, you know, like, Hey, there's some suspicious shit. So I think either a, that was a setup or a ploy to hey eyes over here. So, why the shooting goes over here because there was stuff going on prior to this look me and you both know that the cia would not have let anybody those businesses would have been shut down there would have been no maintenance guys no maintenance activity going on while that parade was happening you know and and because of that that situation right there now now the president isn't even in an open car anymore you know I don't even know that their president would ever, ever even be in a parade anymore, you know, but, uh, um, I know for a fact that when the president comes to a military, even, even to a military base that you're not, you're not getting on or off that base while he's there. It's not happening. They have all the streets locked down. Yeah, I mean, and that's what I'm saying. It's it's just crazy to me. I guess the chaos. There had to be a lot of chaos going on, and yeah, and at, and at some sort, some point in time, they probably didn't really train for this part. You know what I mean? You know, like, uh, yeah, they probably have drills and stuff like that. But do you ever think in this in your wildest dream you're on duty? And, and, and shit's just going to pop off during your time. You know, you've done, they've done thousands and thousands of parades. They've done these motorcades, you know. But it's not like this is new to America, though. I mean, right. Abraham Lincoln. I mean, I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah, we, no, it's, 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 it's definitely happened. And that's why, that's why JFK's is a little bit more on the weird side because they already had guys up. In, in areas to see sniper fire, bro. Highly trained snipers. Well, look, um, look, look how many times Reagan got shot. Yeah. I mean, we didn't even learn from the Kennedy situation. He got shot, what, twice? I mean, never. He, he didn't get killed, but he but he was hit. Yeah. Somebody got uh, His boy took a, his, uh, his uh, bodyguard took a brown for him, that's for sure. But he... <laughs> Yeah, they definitely got two in them before uh, anybody was able to stop them. Yeah, but because, yeah, I mean, you know, dude, that's the thing with complacency. And they tell you not to get too comfortable, not to get complacent. You know, it doesn't matter. He's done it a thousand times, and it's all been great every thousand times. That doesn't mean a thousand one. Yeah. It's not that time. You know what I mean? That's what they tell us every time we deploy. 
months four, five, and six are the most dangerous months. Yeah, because you start to get to that level of like, ah, you know, it's all routine. You're yep. comfortable. You know, that's the one thing. You, you, you kind of want to stay uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Because yep. comfortability can kind of be complacency and it starts to kill you. Yep. And so, you know, there's a little bit, I think you got to look at, at the situation, man, it's it's weird to me. Like I said, highly trained snipers up in the area, right? Suspicion going on. So is the suspicion part of the ploy and part of someone, you know, hey, we need this to go on over here. So all the agents are looking over here. And that way, when we take the shot, they can't see it. Well, you know, you know I will I will tell you, it is a different era back then. You know, and and we are talking about a an America where everybody did eat dinner at the table. You know, um, family was important. The neighbors did know each other. Unity was definitely bigger and def- yep. definitely more unit. You know, so, so being at that parade, you know, in that town, I'm sure nobody thought anything was going to happen. Look and at the they, they're, they're just sitting there. Right. And a lot of them thought, you know, they're, they're just, they love the guy. I mean, he was very popular back oh, then. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so everybody's probably out there just thinking there's no way in hell this is going to go down. I, I, you know, I would put him as one of the, one of the greater presidents we've ever had. I really would. Yeah. He know? was a, he was a game changer in, in a lot of our history. Yep. Uh, you know, and, and definitely was responsible for a lot of things that kind of took us to the next level, um, especially with space and stuff like that. Um, yep. Yeah. I mean, when you now looking back at it, 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 it is one of those things. It arguably could be one of the top, top five easy, you know, presidents in the U.S. to have made a big impact and big, you know, be a real changer. Um, and that's, yep. you know, and that's, it tends to be that the system or the swamp kind of hates that, you know, they almost hate that part well, when, when someone has a little bit more power than the swamp and people like them more than the swamp, you know what I mean? Well, they don't want un- unity, right? You know, they don't want right. something that's going to bring people together. Sure. The, the the strongest part of the constitution is the the words that say we the people. Right. You as long as you don't have that, the rest is just words. Sure. You know? So <clears throat> as long as you're divided, then it doesn't matter. So it it, it would be understandable why, you know, if we're gonna go with that conspiracy that that it, it's the uh, the 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 complex that that had him killed. You know, it would make sense why they wanted him dead because he was bringing the people together and a unified group of people is pretty hard to control. If they don't like you, you're out. And you look at these people, these these people are not, you know, this is not a parade that Trump is attending. And if you look in there, man, it's 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 diverse. I see a mixed pe I see a mixed array of uh, different colored people. Which, even back then, there was a lot of racism and stuff. So, 
you know, everybody kind of standing together there. It looks, you know, like the country back then was a lot more unified probably than it is today. Wait, what um, year is it again? 1963. 1963. So yep. it wasn't far off of segregation. No, exactly. That's what I'm saying back then, man. Um, times were still, uh, quite honestly, you know, seeing people stand together like that is almost like, wow, back then that was kind of almost, uh, odd, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, just because back then it was still very prevalent. Like, Hey, you go over here, you go over here, very segregated. So yeah. to see everybody kind of mixed in, it's kind of like, wow. Um, it seems like the country was really coming together uh for john f kennedy yeah you know, so again, i mean maybe when they walk away they're not so happy to be next to each other but in front of weird, man it's kind of weird it feels you know you, you almost get the feeling it's like almost having an epiphany about this but it's almost you get the feeling that like people don't like a powerful person that can unify everybody that they can don't. bring us all together right not they, if you, you want they don't like that part when everybody gets all excited for everybody for one person and and we all support somebody and we're all yeah and you know you kind of you kind of start to get that feeling man when you get, someone gets a little bit popular than the narrative you know well i mean you like they I may said, have an ulterior method more uh uh for it well you think about it you know when when you bring people together and they're united and you become the minority not the majority in a democracy world you are no longer the power right so if a voting system was legit right and you had a united people as and all the voters agreed on one topic and we all voted the same way well, guess what would happen? You know, the way we voted is what would happen. And if you're on the opposite side of that, you're probably not going to be very happy. So to increase your odds, you want a divided system. Because you, you get two votes that way, right? You get the vote for yourself and... You get the ones that say, I don't like either one of you. So, yeah, you didn't vote for me, but you also didn't vote for that guy. Yeah. You know, that's another reason why, you know, I, I, you all remember like the Ross Perot, the conspiracy around him was that he was paid to run, not so much to run, but to take votes away from the other guy. Right. You know, I don't know if that was true or not, but, uh, you know. It, it, Someone it put work. a narrative out there, huh? <laughs> but, but it did work, you know. It right? took vote because because I sure as hell was going to vote for him until he dropped out. But <laughs> now I'll tell you this about a little bit about Lee Oswald. I, he obviously so he's he's the guy to the left. All right, now he was a Marine. It just you know, I don't know, man. From the looks of the dude, it's, he he doesn't look like someone that would be. You know, yeah. some guy that knows how to go in there and do some co-op shit and, and, and be a badass, right? He just looks like some guy that actually might fix your computer for you. You know what I mean? So it's kind of crazy. Waving as he's headed to work in the morning. Hey, how's it going, neighbor? 
Right. So the whole thing that kind of gets me thinking weird too about this is is how much of a story was this about Oswald being a Soviet agent type thing and that kind of being the conspiracy because it's a kind of crazy to me that he would go into the Marine Corps and then want to go live in uh, the Soviet Union for 32 months to come to go get some Russian wife and then bring the Russian wife back and you know in now all of a sudden he is pro-soviet you know what I mean and they, they paid him to go out and you know uh hit JFK that one right there I feel like is just a narrative that they really put out there to even put more Oswald as like, oh, he's, you know, I'm telling you, man, there's something there. They want you to get off of their tell of where the actual money trail is, right? So, hey, mafia, hey, uh, Soviet, you know, hey, you know, we're going to start throwing all these things out there because we got to get them off our money trail. You know what I mean? So I you got to, the, the narratives out there, you got to start to think how much of it is to lead you to other places to keep you from this place. And I do that to us all the time. Yeah. I mean, and, and again, you have to, you have to follow trails and then put, you have to almost put yourself in that person's thinking, you know, and it's tough to do because again, you have to take things like we're like what we're doing. You're taking these pictures and you're, 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 you're taking things that you would never even think about, like the crowd and, and putting yourself in that kind of environment. How are they feeling that day? And, and what are, you know, what is the, the tempo of the, the people, you know, and, and just like, uh, our Lewis says, um, well, absolutely. He is a hundred percent correctly. Both, both do this all the time. You, you are a hundred percent. Absolutely. You know? Brother. Huh. This, is not a, a Republican or a Democrat or an American and a Russian, you know, disinformation has been done since the beginning of time. And you can, you can go all the way back and watch that show. Uh, and I use this as an example all the time. Uh, the men that made America, you know, back when uh, oil was used to, to light uh, homes and heat homes and everything else. And electricity was trying to be introduced into homes. You know, both, both people were, were paying, newspapers to write false ads about the other side about how dangerous each of them were to try to get people to not switch Dude, it's still going on now i mean Absolutely. with the wars going on overseas yep. it's the same thing you know you're getting all these videos over here and then you get all these videos over here and then they're uh so they bombed the whole they bombed the hospital no they bombed it you know it just man it the it, this is what happens when we allow the press to basically just say what they want to say. There's no, there's no consequences to running bad press and there's no consequence to whatsoever. So I heard a conspiracy today by a retired CIA agent that I found to be funny, right? <laughs> the, the podcaster asked this question. He said, I watched these, these rallies, these protests for Palestinians that are going on in America. 
and he said they they seem like they're organized like like funded but they're they're set up to like be be made to look like they're genuine like just people off the streets are doing it he said but you look at them and some of them are like professionally done signs and the the cia agent said well obviously somebody with money's doing it because they're paying for the permits not just in one spot but all these spots yeah bro yeah. And, and, and a lot of these people are college students what right. kind of money they got dude like you know what i mean and it is a lot of these people that you're seeing that are all young folks, man, I mean, they ain't got jobs out there. They ain't out there, you know, uh, they're still in college. They don't got a lot of money to their name to sit there and, and first off, ditch work, ditch school, whatever they're doing to go, uh, you know, do these rallies and stuff. But he, he said, it's been going on like this for the longest time, man. He said, who, who do you think it could be? He said, well, it could be a political party. He said, you know, America is no different than anybody else. He said, we have dis disinformation things that we do, too. He said, everybody does it. He said, but if I had to put my money on it, he said, I think it would be Hamas. He said, what better of an organization to do it? He said, if, if I was them, I would pay people to protest in the United States to save Palestine. You know, he said, you're going to get the most publicity that way. You know, and, and it made me start thinking, wow, man, you got a guy that's that's living in tunnels underneath a hospital that comes up with an idea. Let's go pay some kids in college and Harvard to go do some protests. That's some next level thinking. <laughs> so let me tell you, my my daughter goes to UC San Diego, you know, um, and boy, was I kind of shocked to hear her part of the how she felt about it all you know what i mean and i was just like what i was really shocked to kind of hear what she was saying you know what i mean so i'm just i tell you when it comes to the colleges the u.s is such a different place man than it was 20 years ago obviously look at the picture <laughs> <laughs> i mean you know bro like there's just so much just the difference in the world and because it, it's crazy to see how much anytime stuff happens, people go straight to the streets now. <laughs> and it's like an opportunity to loot, riot, you know, whatever they want to do, their, show their side. You know, like like everybody over here in the U.S. is thinking that where they're listening to us, cease fire, cease. <laughs> <laughs> keep screaming you know what i mean maybe you could get a little bit louder they might hear you Please, but, <laughs> i don't understand <laughs> I, I that's the thing man there's a get on your megaphones too say louder <laughs> maybe they're gonna hear you <laughs> I, I don't know bro like it's some of it is is beyond me i'm at a level of like what's real anymore you know, because even with the videos that are coming out, they're all old videos of what's going on. There's not a lot of new stuff coming out anymore. It's a lot of the same stories, same this, same that. Um, it just starts to make you wonder, dude. And, and same with all these things that happen. You know, there are so many ways, especially now, that they can make you feel a certain way 
and it, even Facebook, they look at what you click yes, you like, what kind of things you look at, you view. Then it throws you into that algorithm. And then that's the stuff that pretty much shows up on your feed. Yep. They have the ability now to make you see what you want to see. And they can put a narrative right in front of you. And you don't even subconsciously understand that that's what's going down. Is, but that's, is, that, is that why I'm getting videos of people milking cats? <laughs> Man, what side of Facebook you on, brother? <laughs> you know, it's funny, though. I think because um, I've seen Bulletproof Podcast is named down here. And, and I Ace, believe, yeah. I, I think me and Ace was having a conversation when she was on my show about uh, the power of AI. And she said that somebody did an AI video of modern time them announcing the president announcing that they're bringing back the draft and like people were having meltdowns that I'm, I'm about to be drafted you know you see them with their ipads like what a draft <laughs> call of duty is real <laughs> oh man well and that's the other thing i mean it is it is kind of scary and, and even more so, it always makes you wonder about history. You know what I mean? And how history, there's, who knows how many stories we've gotten, bro, that are just what they want you to know. You know what I mean? I'm in my own algorithm. It's called knowing right from wrong. Yeah, exactly. Yep. That's it, bro. I mean, and but the problem is, brother, not all of us are there yet. You know what I mean? And some people just take TikTok <laughs> and stuff like that. Oh, did you? <laughs> I don't get that often, but hey. <laughs> People say I look like Seth Rogen once in a while, but I think since I got the white going on now, I've kind of lost that. Uh, <laughs> that. Uh, but, you know, um, back to kind of what I was saying, man. We live in a world now, especially with technology now, they can – basically make you see what they want to see. They could put it in a form that you'll believe it too. Um, and you just got to be careful. You know, you can't, you got to be careful. I've caught myself and and that's why now I'm more educated about it is because I got caught slipping before. You know what I mean? I, I went down some rabbit hole and believed everything. And then I start talking to other people like, fool, you're an idiot. Go look this up. And I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like shit. I went down that and I really was like pressed up on it thinking it was real legit too. Um, because man, you, you know, you want to think that when you go to read something or you go to look at something, it's real, it's legit. Even yep. some of these military videos of uh, people coming home, these homecoming things, these guys are wearing fake ass uniforms, trying to just make it look like they're, they're coming home and everything. Oh my gosh. They haven't seen each other in years. <laughs> Man, was, maybe. <laughs> uh, thanks, brother. I appreciate you, man. We got to get in contact, too, bro. We keep doing a uh, phone tag. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, I, it's, it's, you know, with JFK, I think it was definitely a governmental cover-up. And there was money involved. Um, I don't know that we can necessarily, you know, pin it down directly because you're going to get so much fluff out there. Yeah. But 
dude, at the end of the day, it definitely, I think Lee uh, was set up on, and he just thought, hey, what they kind of saw an opportunity probably with a guy that may have already felt like he was a loner. Uh, things weren't really going on for him. And they had a way of uh, kind of, hey, man, do this for us and we'll take care of you. And it didn't really necessarily go out that way. Well, I mean, then they probably had the guy that executed him already on deck. You know, like, hey, as soon as homeboy comes, pop up. I mean, let's let's take this and put this in today's scenario. You take some of these veterans that are pretty fucking salty, right? Guys that have been turned away from the VA. Guys that that have that are in deep depression, they're going through hard times, right? And you get somebody from a government agency, right, that comes in and starts whispering shit in your ear, and and convinces you about how bad the government is, and and how bad things are going, and and how how you need to do the right thing, and and you need you know you need your justice and. And they just start getting in the ear and they, they start turning you into a radical. The next thing you know, you're agreeing with them and, and you're starting to envision this and you're starting to see it. Next thing you know, you're on a mission. That could be the exact same thing that happened right there. You know, we already know yeah. he was a sniper. We already know that he was probably came back from Vietnam. I don't know that for a fact, but I would assume in that era, he probably did some time in some combat, you know? So as a sniper, I'm sure he's used to being alone. So he was probably a loner already. You know, these are all assumptions. I don't know the guy I didn't hang out with him, you know, but, uh, and not only that, but dude, I mean, when you're kind of trained for some MOSs in, in, in the Marine Corps or in the military in general, they don't translate very well into the civilian world. So, him being a sniper, you know, back then they probably weren't looking for a lot of SWAT snipers. You know, um, did, did, did the 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 need start to come for him? Yeah, but back then, you know, things weren't. Uh, you know, people weren't exactly going and sniping exactly all the time. They were used to people uh, shooting pretty close range and you know things like that, but not getting up onto library buildings and way up into high towers and being able to shoot directly, you know, and that's the other part about the second shooter thing that a lot of people, I don't think ever really, you know, once they, cause they got Lee hammered down. Everybody's like, ah, he's the guy that was it. Boom. Now the second shooter thing, there's a lot of people out there that don't believe it, but put it in perspective, shooting a, a big ass power his his weapon had to be pretty powerful to fucking do what it did, right? Mm-hmm. That that caliber weapon has recoil. Yep. Uh, you know what I mean? And unless you have some great machine back in the 1963 to to do recoil, him to hit another shot within was, that within that distance and be was, pretty accurate within the, the the amount of time it was a pop pop. I mean, it was bolt action. Yeah. So it had a clip, but it, every fire was right. He, so so, that, so that, he wasn't going to hit right on point no. the next shot without first off having someone kind of help you tell you where you hit your shots. You know, I mean, the direction was crazy. So um, 
Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That it's it bro. I mean, the the, the double shot is either either he was that much of a badass. <laughs> um, but there's just I mean, to to be honest with you, it that kind of caliber weapon. The the recoil had to be pretty nasty. And like you said, bold action. When you pull back <laughs> pull back to the rear, dude, it's gonna you're gonna jolt the weapon back. You're gonna forward it. It's gonna give it another little bit of a jolt, and then for you to be able to just snap off another direct hit. We're talking five rounds, three seconds, all direct. And, and, and bro, we're talking about like a, a like a what is this? Maybe like a eighteen inch, eighteen inch by what? Uh, maybe eight inches diameter where he was hitting in. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking accurate, bro. To hit two shots, papa and two moving targets you got the car moving and, and that too and bro and the body moving from yeah this isn't even this isn't even yeah right exactly bro this is not a, the car just stopped you know there's so many things that make you that the second shooter be more of a, a situation where you're like there had to be something else yeah. or yeah. i mean to, for lee to be that badass i mean for people that have dealt with big weapons and shot big weapons you, you know the recoil you know how the the weapons kind of react you know there's this there's this there's you know there's all those different things even with a fucking even if he had a tripod which he did not <laughs> which that's even more like wow you know what i mean without the tripod he was sitting sitting on a chair using boxes stacked up according to the picture i seen right uh, of him, uh, uh, I still got it. I don't have it anymore. Um, yeah, I already closed it. But he was sitting on a chair with uh, two giant boxes sitting in front of the window. The gun was approximately a foot and a half inside the the window sill. You know, which is exactly what you'd want to do. You don't want the the muzzle sticking outside the window sill because you don't want the flash shown. Right. Right. And uh, he had a scope, bolt action, no tripod. So he had his arm braced on top of the boxes. Boom. Boom. We're talking five. You either have to believe in the magic bullet theory or five rounds he got off. It's one or the other because there was five holes. Was five rounds? Yeah, there was five holes. I thought it was only three. Oh shit! Okay. Well, there was five holes. Three hits. Yeah. In in the people, so you either have to believe in the magic bullet theory, which means that you got a hole that goes in Kennedy, comes out his neck, in the right bicep of Collins, out his wrist, back in. His knee, or no, in his his wrist, and then comes out his wrist and ends up on the floor somewhere, right? So, either that's one round that comes in and makes all these holes, and then you got the second one that blows the top of Kennedy's head off, right? Or you've got one, two. Uh, three, four, 
five. It's one or the other. Yeah. Well, uh, RL brought up a good one, and I've heard this as well, is that people did hear uh, around whiz past their head through the field where you see um, the people that are sitting kind of in the grassy area. Mm-hmm. There are reports that people heard or felt also shots from a distance out that way towards that gra- that grass field. Um, so, I mean, so here's, here's my other question, right? So based off of where this picture is, Oswald is behind him, right? Technically. So he would have been up. Yeah. So, so where this motorcycle is, he would have been like kind of diagonal back from him. So according to the reports. The round comes basically over this back fin, right? Comes over at like a 45. I over what you're saying. Yep. Hits him in the head. His head blows off and goes backwards. backwards. And lands on the back here. Correct. On a vehicle that is moving at approximately 10 miles per hour. And so that's why the claim. So the so the thing about that that's the part that that really gets you kind of wondering, right? They say he shot from behind, mm-hmm. but the matter is blowing backwards, right towards the back of the car. That defies gravity. <laughs> Just saying <laughs> that that defies gravity. So the the thoughts of shots coming from the freaking field, not too, I mean, and who knows their direction could have been just looking up in the high rises and not even thinking out that there's someone out in the field. You know what I mean? There had to be a second shot, man. Yeah. I, I mean, dude, the more you kind of think about it and you kind of, when you really kind of look deep into it, you see her reaching back as though the shot came from this direction, had him go back this way, and all the because you can even see him snap, dude. I mean, when he snaps, he's not snapping forward. I didn't. I don't think I saw him snap forward. No. But I gotta. I mean, I'd have to kind of rewatch that. But I want to say that I saw the snapping back. Oh, now either a like, and that's the other thing. Rounds don't exit the body. And then come back into the body. Now they do ricochet off of bones and stuff like that. Now that can happen. That does happen. But the whole the round leaves the body, then just does this some crazy U-turn and comes back into his body. That 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 not a thing. I've never heard of a round that can do like a dancing round. You know, like or I like mean, a what's that boomerang round? You know what I mean? Like shit. Well, like I said, you know, according to the diagram, and here I'll I'll pull I'll pull. Let me share this. Yeah, yeah, share it out. So according to this uh, diagram here, let me see, is it that one? This one right here. So according to this diagram, you have the bullet came in from the back here, went in his back. Like through the shoulder area, it looks like 
hit the chest plate, bounced up, hit the collarbone, I guess, bounced off that, came out his neck, went into the right armpit area, came out of the armpit, into the wrist, came up a little bit, out of the wrist, came out of the wrist, and went into the left thigh. One one bullet. One bullet did that. So where's the shot to the head? The, the, no, this is they're saying that's that the all, body shot. Yeah, they're the saying shot that one round caused all that damage. Is that yeah. that okay? That's the diagram. I thought that's okay. why they're saying there was only two rounds that he only got two rounds off the one to the head and this one magic bullet that danced around and did the, the jig. dancing bullet. Right. Yeah. Look, you take that distance and you take just the, the momentum and, and the damage that this bullet is going to take from hitting this chest plate. What size is that round? Does do they have the size of the round? Um, what size was it? Let me look that up. Yeah, I'm kind of curious as to see what kind of size round that was because that'd be kind of interesting too. I mean, to to see how what the velocity of that round would be because, dude, it seemed like it would have to be a pretty decent sized round. So he used a 6.5 by 52 millimeter Italian Carcano M91. 38 bolt action rifle with a six round magazine. Wow. So the overall length when assembled is 40.2 inches. The uh, side mounted ordnance optical is four by 18. So, wow. He must have some excellent fucking vision too, because that does not magnify a whole lot. Uh, I'm trying to see what the, the actual two, two, three accurate shots, right? I mean, come on. So it's a round nose, fully copper jacketed. So fully copper, when it hits something, it's going to completely collapse. That That is something that you would want to use for like uh, hunting deer, right? Because it's going to hit, collapse, and come apart. It's going to tear things up when it comes in. It's going to mushroom and widen out because it's so soft. There is no way a round-nosed, fully copper-jacketed bullet is going to bounce around all in there and stay intact. So I'm saying a round nose at that, like, you know what I mean? You maybe believe the point... But uh, round nose at that. Yep. And, and the velo- Dude, I'm saying from the distance, all the things that you put into it, for it to be able to bounce around as much as it did, it's almost like, you know, damn near like he got shot close range. They say because the car was moving, that's why his brain matter was on the, on the trunk. Yeah, his brain matter went up in the air and landed on the trunk. So they only found two bullets. So it says uh, in a in a six point five milli- millimeter military rifle was such as the Carcano was found in Governor's Conley Gurney in Parkland's hospital. 
the bullet and two bullet fragments found in the president's limousine were ballistically matched to the rifle found in the book depository building. So again, if the bullets themselves were still fairly intact and they were copper, I don't see how there was enough pieces. I mean, I'm not no bullet expert. I, I like my guns, as you can. Well, you can't see in my camera right now, but I got a, I got one or two. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. we've definitely caught a, you know, I mean, a shot a few ourselves. I'm sure too. So, uh, I definitely know that the accuracy part gets me really, like, really questioning. Is to to be that accurate from a distance and, and hit both their shots and fucking be within I mean a distance of you damn what a grouping you know what I mean she's dude had a great group grouping <laughs> and yeah our, so our Lewis you're right I now that you it does uh he did snap forward first and then all of a sudden he does a violent snapping backwards he did and now, now that i do remember that he did but the, the 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 snap backwards is the part that i'm just totally confused off i didn't I, unless unless the barricade and i didn't see the barricade just try to like you know accelerate or something like that no let me pull let me let me pull this back up so i can explain that all right so think about this right this is this is his round let's say this is his first round right it hits right here sure so Sounds we're gonna the bone we're gonna go so with my, a collarbone ish yeah let, we're gonna go with my theory we're gonna say i was the mafia that was was contracted to do this okay so if i was putting this together there's no fucking way i'm taking any chances we're talking about the president of the united states i'm not going to leave this up to one lone marine that may or may not pull it off i'm bringing in two guys i'm going to have a backup shooter in a different area okay so he shoots Bam, round comes in, Kennedy snaps forward. As soon as he hears gunshot, second shooter shoots and hits him here. Snap forward, snap back. Second shot comes back, or third shot, or other guy's second shot comes in. Right? Through the neck and into the guy in front. So the second shot comes out the neck and now doesn't have to do all this dancing and can go straight through the neck into him and do this. Now there's a lot less. He's not going through the main body here no more. Right. He's going through the neck and into the armpit, which is nothing but tissue versus bones. You see what I'm saying? And so yeah. now we're, we're down to three, three, three rounds 
versus five in a method that could explain all the movements and all the the round fragments that they found you're not going to find the 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 brain one because the the bullet went through and kept going behind him they never found a second shooter so they never found the one shot that he made maybe he picked up his brass and walked off and they only found the two brass from the book depository that's the only that's the only explanation i can come up with is yeah. you tell the guy on the ground your signal is his fire when you hear yeah. the first crack you squeeze your trigger that's yeah. definitely was the cue was the first shot you know for the second shooter and for me because the timing too i mean dude to, he had to pull his bolt back yeah and send yeah. it forward i think at the time that he already did his first shot he was already tearing down his weapon and 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 you know making his way for an exit well you think about it if if i didn't want to be seen that's exactly when i would want to fire it is is i would want to i'd want to know exactly when you're going to squeeze the trigger down to the second right we both shoot at the same time i'm only taking one shot so they only hear one shot yeah and from john from books they hear two shots so now the first one there was two rounds fired with only one sound right because they both fired at the exact same time or pretty damn close and everybody thought, holy shit, was that a car backfiring? What was that? Right. And then all of a sudden they heard, boom, the, the second shot that came from books. And now everybody's looking up at the tower like, what the fuck? And now he's breaking his shit down and trying to get out of there. All the focus has now moved upward. The guy on the ground has already put his shit away and he's fucking walking away. Yeah. Well, on the ground is chaos. Yeah. You know, 150,000 people, you know, and, and everybody's losing their shit uh, because at this point in time, they hear screaming and they see, and I imagine at this point in time, cops, everybody's involved. So the ground is, is, is by far easy to know that there's so much focus on everything right there that everything going around and no one's sitting there like, oh, shit, where is someone over here shoot? You know what I mean? They're yeah. over there. Oh, my gosh, the president. And so everybody's, you know, either A, at this point in time, kind of hitting the deck, too, because they're thinking, oh, shit, where is this person shooting at? Is it just a one target or is there multiple targets? You got to, you know, I mean, at that point in time, you start hearing rounds coming down, you're going to freaking hit the deck, you know, so... And hell, who knows? Maybe the second shooter didn't come from the mafia. Maybe it was a CIA guy. Maybe. It definitely had to be someone that was uh, trained. You know what I mean? I'll be honest with you. To hit those shots, bro, and for you to be able to not be seen, you know, and for you to be able to get out of there, not too far-fetched to think that there may be another sniper, someone very, very highly trained because – for him to be the second shooter is not even a thing. You know what I mean? Like 
No nope. one ever even searched for a second shooter. You know what oh. I mean? So that person I, got away with a clean cut getaway. It would you make know, they're just broke their would, shit down. Yes, CIA agent. I mean, dude, I wouldn't want you to know there was a second shooter. No, there was. Hey, definitely you got to know that uh, <laughs> these special force people are highly trained. Dude, look, highly trained. These snipers can get through courses that are like a thousand yards long and have people out there with binoculars and never be able to spot them. You know what I mean? So it's not too far fetched to think that someone could have been blending in the grass and took the shot and no one even realized because the guy just laid there for the longest time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it. I mean, I know how trained some of these folks are. People people would be amazed. You know, when you're in that community, the one thing you never have any issue with is getting ammo to shoot. Right. You can go to the – we had our own range. Yeah. You now, like, I don't know about for the Marines, but in the Army, if you're in the regular Army unit, you have to go to range control, reserve a range, you know, and then you have a whole bunch of other – hoop laws you have to go through on range day and everything else no we literally had our own range we literally walked down there we pulled our own ammo out and we shot however the hell we wanted right. we could go to the range any day we wanted to yeah you know so when i say literally you could shoot thousands of rounds you could shoot thousands of rounds <laughs> you know so yep. people in that community can become very good shooters. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. Well, brother, this was a good one, man. And uh, at the end of the day, you know, I, I believe you, you know, same thing that R. Lewis said, no matter what, it was a brutal murder. It was. Yep. It yep. absolutely was. And it was done in front of a lot of people. And, uh it was at a time when a lot of people were unified and uh, really coming together. And it was, it, you know, that was really devastating for, for the community, for the world uh, to see this. Um, and it hadn't been done in a long time, you know, so uh, you never think that there's going to be an execution to the president, you know, especially as ma the amount of security that they got and the amount of money that is put into them. So, you know, it's uh pretty crazy. But uh what do you think you got for next week, man? Ooh. Do we got a show next week? We you know we're all, we're about every other Friday now. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, as as long as work long and as family, long. all our things that we got going down cooperate, right? <laughs> man, I had you know that that death was just unexpected. Nobody, you know, yeah, nobody was expecting that. I mean, he had a you know. For people who don't know, my my uh, wife's dad passed away. He had a stroke on a Friday, and the doctors was like, "He needs heart surgery, but he won't make it. And if he lives, we could do the heart surgery." And he passed away that following Monday, you know. And so it hit extremely quick and and not expected. Right. So you know, for everybody out there, you know, don't take tomorrow for granted because it's not guaranteed. Yep. You know, but uh, um, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. There's a, there's a lot of uh, this this last few weeks have been so hectic. I haven't really even thought about it. But there is a lot of good uh, conspiracies out there. 
Um, we have to make we may may have to make it a surprise, man. I may have to think about this. Yeah, no worries, man. Yeah, that's always uh, good for the element of surprise. But just give me a little heads up so I can make sure I'm uh, up to speed with what we got going on. <laughs> I will. Yeah. I will you text in an hour or two, man. Give me an hour or two to think uh, about. Oh yeah, you got it. No problem, brother. All right, man. Well, uh, like I said, appreciate you, and uh, thank you everybody that uh, tuned in. We appreciate you guys. Share this out. We're trying to grow it, and uh, we'll keep it having fun and uh, keep going down the rabbit hole. But until next time, everybody, take care. Have a great one. Take care.